What's up my fellow scruffy looking nerf herders and welcome to the Carbonite chat. Today I want to talk about Kylo Ren and him being a villain. Just watched the video and I'll post it down below and it was a video going over why Kylo Ren is a great villain. That was what this YouTuber was defending in the video and it didn't have a huge amount of views i just mean that you know obviously much more than any of my videos that i have so it's not to talk down on this youtuber by any means but it only had like eighty thousand. so for me to randomly pick out this video isn't because it's you know some big channel which would normally be the only reason i would respond to something like this i just happened to be responding to this video because someone else had posted that there was an article that came out, I looked at the article, and they had listed Kylo Ren as like, I believe number seven best villain of all time. And so when I saw this video pop up in my recommended feed, I watched I watched it, and because I watched it, I'm going to comment some on it, and I don't want to, uh, I wanted to give that video down below for anyone to watch. I, I really, a lot of what he says I kind of agree with. I just disagree with the fact that it makes Kylo a great villain. Um, and so, I, I wanted to discuss, instead of why Kylo's a good villain, I want to say why Kylo's a bad villain. A terrible villain, possibly. Um, I know some people are like, oh no, he's definitely a terrible villain. And then you have the other side. But I want to discuss it in this way. Saying he's a great villain, I think the only reason that's even a consideration is because new people who haven't seen a lot of the many, many great movies that have come out prior to this see Kylo Ren and he just happens to be a villain in one of the most popular franchises out right now. And so kids that haven't seen uh, the Hannibal Lecter movies that don't understand who he is or you know what makes him terrifying they've missed a lot of the old classic movies but I'll stick with usually the top three villains people will name when listing the best villains of all time I think each one of them has a slightly different skill set that makes them so terrifying and I'll show how Kylo doesn't really have any of them now, the first is Darth Vader, obviously. He's, I would say, in almost any list on villains, he's going to be in the top three. What made him so terrifying? One would be the fact that he's in a suit. He's masked. He's hidden away. He has little to no humanity. You can't connect with him. He's got a slightly robotic voice. The breathing, the... You feel like he's human. You know there's a human inside of there, but it's hidden away and you, you can't connect with it. It's why a lot of the great horror films, their scary bad guys have masks. You know, Michael Myers or Jason. You've got even Freddy Krueger. He's so burnt. It adds horror to the fact of who he is. This inability to connect to the humanity of the villain makes them much scarier then you add to that he's the unbeatable force he's the constantly moving forward unbeatable force and this goes with you never see him defeated until the very end of the third movie you see him show up choke out a guy throw him against the wall 
they defeat their um, all the rebels and capture Princess Leia. He's in there. He ends up choking out another leader. They stop. Uh, Tarkin stops him before he ends up killing him. But then in the next episode, technically, the well, the end of the first episode, they technically end up losing. But it's not Vader's fault. Vader didn't do anything wrong. He wasn't facing someone one on one and lost. Then you go to episode five, Empire Strikes Back, and he's choking out everyone that makes a mistake. And then he ends up getting there before Han and Leia do, tortures them without even asking them questions, just tortures them to be able to get somebody else over because that's who he wants to capture is Luke. And then he defeats Luke easily. And even though it's his son, and even though there's a reveal, there's a connection that brings humanity to him, it's just flipped over and makes him even darker because he's willing to kill his son. He's doing this to his son. Yeah, he's taking it easy on him in the fact that he's not killing him. He cuts his hand off. He knocks him off a bridge. He lets him jump down to his death. Suspected death. And you don't see a remorse in Vader. You don't see a change in Vader. Even when Luke goes to see him at Return of the Jedi. He says, I sent something in you. He's like, no. You don't. You're wrong. <laughs> There's nothing in me that's good. Now he ultimately ends up changing, but the point is, is from the whole time, he's an unstoppable force. He's inhuman. And he, he just, he, he doesn't lose. Then the other one that a lot of people talk about is one I mentioned earlier, Hannibal. Hannibal Lecter is what I would call, he's extremely human and like, you see him as just so normal compared to anyone else. It makes it more terrifying. The way you introduce him is Clarice is coming down and everyone talks about how terrible he is. This is the worst of the worst. You know, he's one of the, you know, worst criminals we've ever had in this prison. And you're walking down and he goes, this is the place where the worst criminals are. And each cage that you pass, each prison cell that you pass is a progressively more and more crazy person. They're climbing on the walls. They're like spinning at her. They're yelling stuff at her. And it's this ease where you can't quite see around the wall. Everyone else is caged. He's got a glass in front of it. And you see that as you're going there. But you still haven't seen Hannibal yet. And your mind is building up this monster. How can this person be so crazy? What is this person going to be doing in this cell? And he's just standing there. Well, hello, Clarice. He's just so calm. He speaks so well. He's so smart. It's terrifying. The fact that you expect him to be so different scares you to death. You wonder if your neighbor or someone that you pass by the street any time, any day could be this person. And then that person, so smart, looking so normal, eats people like it just it flips it so far on itself that this person can be so just vile and so evil but he's so smart and that's kind of where his comes in at he has the humanity like you can connect you can even feel for him i mean the connection him and clarice builders just amazing but deep down you realize this guy is so awful and evil you still kind of almost want to like him because he's so charismatic 
but it's that smarts that once he's free, it's like, oh God, who can stop him? He's, it's, it's unstoppable, not because of his power or strength, but because of his wit. The third one would be the Joker. Now, again, all of these characters have more than one aspect, but I'm kind of trying to point to what may, what's the key thing, if you can only point to one thing that makes them so fearful. And I think the Joker's is that his strengths directly go against Batman's weaknesses. So all the things that he's for or about is what destroys Batman. He has no rules. He just wants chaos. There's He's not for money. He's not for anything. As said at the beginning of the movie, some people just want to see the world burn. And Batman can't grasp that. And no matter what he does to threaten or try to stop the Joker, it doesn't do anything. And again, the Joker has a lot of, you know, he's very smart. So again, as I said, each one has different things, but specifically all the things he does, it just goes directly against Batman. And that's what makes him great. It's He's almost the kryptonite of Batman. And again, he, like Hannibal and like Darth Vader, you don't see them lose. Yeah, you see the Joker getting the crap beat out of him by Batman, but he's just laughing and he's saying, there's nothing you can do to me. You can't hurt me with all your strength and all your power. There's nothing you can do. And you can just imagine yourself if you're in a situation like that and someone like your family's in trouble or something like that and you're just beating someone and that's all you can do. And they're just laughing like it can't help you. It takes the strongest person, Batman, and makes them the weakest. There's absolutely nothing he can do. He has all the technology, all the power, all the strength, and he can't do anything. That makes the Joker an incredible villain. And again, he doesn't lose. Yeah, at the very end, he's captured, and they don't blow up the ships. But he's destroyed the only love Batman has left. And the only hope he had of not being Batman anymore, which is what this this version of Batman's kind of wanting to hope to do, is to one day not have to be Batman. Harvey Dent, he turned him bad. He took away everything that Batman could have longed for and wanted. Now, to Kylo. Does Kylo fit any of these three? No, he doesn't fit any of them. He takes the mask off, and any point that he takes the mask off, it becomes a weak point for him. He takes the mask off in front of Ray for the first time. It takes away any fear. I think up to that point, Kylo was a great villain. Had the potential to be a great villain. Let me put it that way. He had the potential to be a great villain. That first scene where he strikes down Lord Santec and then stops the bolt in the middle of the air. I mean, at that point, it was like, dear God, we've got a serious villain here. And whether or not it was a smart decision to take Poe there and not try to, you know, obviously look for the droid or something right then being a smart decision, so be it. But then he takes him up there and he tortures Poe and gets the information from him like that. The number one pilot in the resistance. Everyone else in the first order who tried to get information couldn't get it. He gets it like this. All of these things are setting him up to be this great villain. Now, a lot of people complain and say he's whiny and stuff, and that's what the other guy said was a great thing, that he's not Vader, because you couldn't create Vader. 
If you tried to repeat Vader, it'd be a huge failure. You can't repeat Vader. He is a Skywalker and he's younger. And so making him a little bit whiny, I, I'm fine with. I get that. I get the, that step. I get that decision. Um, I wish they would start moving away from it quicker, but I understand that. But I think from that point, they failed to use it properly. It's kind of smart to make him like Anakin in a sense in the prequels to where he's conflicted and the difference is is he's already on the dark side how would a Skywalker before they were mature act when they're kind of whiny angsty on the dark side I think it's an interesting thing to look at if it was done right it could have been very interesting and that's kind of the argument that this guy in the video kind of brought up is that that makes him great because he's got this inner conflict and most most days now there's no conflict there's no intrigue behind the villains and i agree and but he's largely talking about marvel movies where up until recently with killmonger and black panther there was no depth to the villains so i can understand someone now and that's why i say if you only look at the recent movies saying kylo's a great villain because if you look at him compared to like Marvel villains, they don't do anything for their villains. They all their villains are kind of one note minus Loki, which I can see a lot of people arguing that Loki is an example of a great villain that is similar to Kylo and how I'm going to argue him in this video. But the difference with Loki is that Loki has the wits. And I wouldn't even call Loki a real villain. He's more of an anti-hero. He helps the he helps out the Avengers from time to time. Like he's more of an anti-hero. But even in that, even if you count him as a villain, what makes him scary is that he's willing to do anything to get what he wants. And he's he's incredibly smart. He will outsmart Thor like nothing. Just simple. And so that makes him scary because even if he's been beaten, he can come back and outsmart you. So that makes him fearsome. Yeah, Thor will beat him around anywhere, but it doesn't change it. He's still going to outsmart him. So that's what makes him fearsome. That's not the case with Kylo. Let me stick with the Vader thing real quick. He, he takes the mask off, so that kills the, you know, the man behind the mask. Who is it? The, the inhuman the you always whoever you create behind the mask is going to be scarier than the person actually behind the mask your imagination is going to be better than any actual face or reveal so taking off the mask in and of itself takes some of the fear away then when he takes it off he ends up kind of starting to have a little thing with ray to something like questionably i mean it just jumped off the whole Raylo thing and but he's trying to read her mind and he's being sweet about it he's you know earlier he's powerful I'm gonna th you know slam Poe's head against the thing I'm getting this information now it's like oh I'm sorry I have to do this uh, what I mean Vader I get it's about you know relationships and stuff like that and but the Vader and Luke thing, Vader didn't take it easy on Luke because he was his son. Vader knew he was his son. He was really willing to kill him. No question. Because he's the bad guy. He's the villain. It's like, if you want to join me, I'll stop killing you. But if you're not going to join me, sorry. You're going to die. There's just no question to it. But that's not the case with Kylo. 
and then he ends up losing and not only does he not get the information from Ray said all of a sudden she can read it and that's going into a whole nother thing about you know Mary Sue but just looking at Kylo as a villain he loses then the next time with him and his father you see him weak and I can that one could have been done you know it's not the worst of all of them but then he goes up and he loses to Ray someone that we've seen has done nothing he loses to Ray. And a lot of people want to go, oh, well, before you say that, you know, like John Campion argued for, you know, that Ray's not a Mary Sue, and you just need to look at Luke. Okay, Luke didn't fight uh, Vader in episode four. And yeah, he destroyed Death Star, but all he did was shoot a laser into a hole. Yeah, he used the Force, and the Force made it, you know, be able to do something that no one else could do. But there was not another force user against them. Like, Vader wasn't standing at the goal trying to block it, and he beat Vader. Like, he then in episode five, he gets demolished by Vader. And it's not until episode six, which is like four to five years later. And they're like, oh, but he only trained a little bit with Yoda. Yeah, but there's multiple years in between time. That logic tells us that there was training in between there. It's days with Rey. So we have this non-force user, and then she beats him. And then before that, it, it didn't bother me as much at first when Finn kind of gets a swipe on Kylo. But in the end, it does because he ends up getting beat. That should have been Ray that maybe got a swipe on him. I mean, Luke got a swipe on Vader. So, I mean, you know, it's not just destroying everything. And you could say Finn, maybe Finn got the swipe on him because Finn at least, you know, trained as a stormtrooper. So he was a trained fighter. Or you could say Ray had trained with, you know, her staff. The difference is if you pick a random street fighter from nowhere, he could be the best street fighter in whatever city you want to name. Put him in the UFC, he gets destroyed. Utterly destroyed. Because it's just, you know, training... Just it changes things. Like there's no comparison. So you have Ray beat him again with the mask off, you know, whiny, and you have this picture of this guy kind of crawling back, whimpering. Like, what's he gonna do? Like, how is that a great villain? Like, you can never show that and he be a great villain. It doesn't happen. So he's not strong, he hasn't beat everybody. And then he's not smart. <laughs> he, you know, he left, he took Poe, didn't try to read his mind there, didn't try to get the droid as the droid was leaving, BB-8's leaving off. You know that the plans have to be there somewhere. And instead he takes Poe away. He gets the information. He lets stormtroopers just go try to deal with it, which is going to screw up. Then he ends up losing to Ray in the fight then when he's going he becomes a leader the supreme leader and he makes every mistake in the world against the first war i mean against the resistance like he decides to send everyone you know go after the millennium falcon pause everything let me go and fight luke like every tactical decision you can do he made wrong so he's not a smart character that you fear that he's going to outsmart you you would just say yeah any of the People in the resistance are outsmart them. Poe outsmart them. 
Finn will probably outsmart him. Ray will definitely outsmart him. So there's no fear there. So does he have, is he the weakness to the protagonist? No, it's probably the opposite. He becomes weaker whenever Ray's around. She is his weakness. <laughs> so it just makes him even worse. So the conflict and all that, yeah, it makes for a little more depth to the character. I don't think it was done very well, but that doesn't make him a good villain. It just makes him a normal character. Like all characters should have some level of conflict. Ray doesn't, of course, but all characters should have that going. That's just a basic, decent storytelling. It's not done very well, but it's at least attempted, but that doesn't make him great at being a villain. And I mean, that's if if you look at that and then you look at, you know, how he has been basically made incredibly human. It makes him even less feared. It makes him even weaker as a character, at least if we have not had the reveal of who he is and shown his weakest points, then maybe some of these things could pass. But if you're going to show him as weak and conflicted, You've got to give him something else. You could do that and do the Vader side of thing. Have him having beat Ray. But then the planet splits open and he can't get to him. Then he's beat Ray. He ends up killing Snoke. He beats the Praetorian Guard. We've never seen him lose. Then you can then you can argue maybe he's a great villain because he's conflicted and you know instead of having him you know, slice around on a wall. He finds the stormtroopers that failed to get the thing and he just starts cutting them in half. And it's like, oh, okay, whoa. This is, this is a crazy mass killer. Like, he can't control himself. He's a whiny, angry kid. But if he gets near someone and he's whiny and angry, he's just going to destroy them. He's the Hulk, but evil. That causes fear. I mean, he'll just, you know, slice up his own people. At least then there's some fear that could make him be a great villain, but that's not there. There's nothing in his story that makes him a great villain. If you want to try to argue that maybe he's a good character, I'm there for that argument. I'm kind of, I could even somewhat be for it. He's a more, he's a more developed than any of the other new characters that have been brought in. I mean, he's definitely more developed than Hux, definitely more developed than Ray, definitely more developed than Finn, definitely more developed than Poe. So, I mean, you know, he's got some development. I believe that's objectively true. It's subjective whether or not you like what they chose to do. I liked the initial idea, I think, after about 45 minutes into The Force Awakens, it kind of changed. The second he took his helmet off, that changed. But that doesn't make him a great villain. Anyways, those are my thoughts. I want to make a quick video on that as I'm working on the Easter egg videos for Rebels before Rebels comes out tomorrow. And so I wanted to make sure to get a video out today. And I saw that it had kind of been in my head and I thought, well, let me just film this fairly quickly and put that up. Uh, love to hear some of your thoughts on that again with the video that I'll post down below I was expecting to comment more on what that person said so I mentioned about putting the video down below 
that I didn't really comment that much on his video. I'll still link it down below. Um, but like I said, you know, I just, it's less of a commentary on his video, um, but more commentary on just some of the discussion on him being a great villain. The article that says he's one of the best villains. Some of the, the talk about him being one of the best villains is just, it's missing the point. I mean, if you compare him, as I said, to some of the Marvel villains, yeah, I mean, I guess maybe. <laughs> I still don't even think that. But anyway, so that video will be linked down below. I'll post some videos up here. I'll, I'll post a video uh, I did on Kylo recently on why his mask matters or should have mattered. Um, but and anything else, I'll also have a link to my T Public page down below. Look forward to hearing all your thoughts on some of your favorite villains or what I was wrong on or what I maybe didn't mention or should have mentioned or didn't fully explain why he's not a great villain. Any and everything I look forward to discussing with you down below. As always, thank you guys for watching and never forget you nerf herders, I love you.